When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Maddie Johns to join us this hour. George Samios, Sam Edmund, and your calls and text messages are always welcome. I think just before we launch into a few other issues, we've got a few things we want to tick off on. First, the air conditioning, which you can help me out on. The other one is, let's go the other way. You know how everyone says, look, it's only match simulation. Let's mm. not read too much into it. Let's mm. go the other way. Let's read everything. <laughs> Let's read everything. Yeah, you know, there's been a, back in the day when we had the preseason competition. Mm. Though there were teams that came out of the blocks really early in the piece and looked really good during those games, and that form held for the rest. Yeah. Of, I remember yeah. watching the first year that St Kilda emerged under Grant Thomas. They played a they played a preseason game in the preseason competition. They won it. Yep, but they played their first game against Adelaide at Adelaide. And they looked magnificent. Mm. And that form. And you couldn't have been anything other than impressed walking away from that game. And at the time, people, well, it's only a preseason let's game. Read well, it held. Well, it held. Let's go and read and it. And in 1993, Essendon played against Geelong down at uh, Cardinia Park. And, come back and that held as well. They looked good, the boys. And that's when the Wisps started to get a little bit excited about going back <laughs> and playing. Um, we've been talking AC because it's going to be hot today, bloody hot today. So just make sure that uh, you stay cool. Everybody getting on my damn nerves. Twenty one degrees. So goddamn hot. <laughs> twenty one. We we, we said we said that we set the AC at twenty one, right? Yep. But according to Big Al, who's been in the business, mm. right? He said it should be years. He reckons he's been. He in said it should be set at twenty three point five. Twenty three point five. And everyone in Melbourne will save power on the grid. He's moved to FNQ, which I'm a. Yeah, that's got to be far might, north Queensland. You might have NFO. <laughs> he moved there 10 years ago, <laughs> yeah. and he's had to adjust the setting on the remote to 25. That's your heater. Big Alfie <laughs> got it on a 25. <laughs> that's not your air conditioner. So <laughs> maybe, maybe you and I are wrong. Maybe we've got to go up oh, a couple of degrees. It's funny you say that because I've moved to a new place, and it, it does, once I go below 23, it gets too cold. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe maybe Big Al is right. And this one for you too. What? When you're clean shaven, you look 39 to 40. When you have a beard, you look 65 to 67. I love your beard. Where does it say that it's, it's about It's got a little me? bit of pepper. Uh, pepper. Well, it doesn't say it's about you. No. I think it's just a statement, a general blanket yeah. type statement. Oh, okay. I will. There was somebody. No, who was I looking at last night before I went to bed on my, um, on my uh, feet? Oh, Russell Crowe. He shaved off his beard. Didn't yeah, he had the big sort of bushy, yeah. bushy grey beard. He yeah. showed that up. He does look about 20 years younger. Um, right, well, let's read too much into yesterday. That's the way we're going okay. to attack these practice matches. There's uh, three on today, the match sims. The kangaroo midfield group, which Johnny's right. Oh, here we go. Big statement here. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's yeah. read lots You're going to read it. too much into yeah, it. Yeah, okay. going to read too much into it. Is it. It's got the makings of taking them where they need to go. Right. And Johnny's right. Either end, they've got, you know, they've got Nick Larkey, which I know you want to talk about. And then at the back end, they're a bit vulnerable. But that's you can see where they're, what they're trying to do here. If you've been down the bottom for a long time, mm. which they have been, you want to hope that you can assemble a list that can get you a little bit interested. Ward, so they're not, building, they're not building from the back forward. 
No. They're the, building from the guts either way. Well, look, well, they've taken the best, it looks like to me. Anyway, so Wardlaw, Davies, Uniac, Sheasel, Stevens, McKercher, Dersma, Phillips, Powell, Scott. I mean, that's, mm. that's well, I think it's genuine talent anyway. So good on them. So, given that we're reading too much into it, mm-hmm. have they got the potential? Finals. Have they got the potential to be better than the Brisbane Lions, Voss, Black, <laughs> yep. Ackermanis, Well, who, who's to say in three four to four years' time that we're not going to say Sheasel, Davies, Uniac, Wardlaw, and McKercher too? McKercher are the best midfield in the comp. McKercher will be a midfielder, won't he? Hundred percent, yeah. yeah. He kicks the ball Dursley nicely didn't too. didn't play yesterday, um, so he's got to throw him in the mix. Um, Paul Curtis, so let's, yeah, let's mm. get more serious now. Paul Curtis is a player who our man Brooke brought up, and and he he's one of those ones that you kind of well, I'm late, probably late to the party. I understand he's a talented player, but he just looks like he's thriving at the moment, Paul mm. Curtis. And you you want to say that we don't appreciate Nick Lucky enough? Well, I don't think we do. I think if he was playing in another team, we'd be talking about like Jamara Ugaigun and uh, others get more uh, accolades, and they have more written about them, That's and true. there's more expression around them, more conversation around them. This bloke kicked 71 goals, 24 last year oh. in the North Melbourne team, so he doesn't get the looks the best, the as good a look as what a lot of other forwards do in the competition. So, like my question to you, given that you're the uh, key forward whisperer, how? how how good might he be? Like, well, 71, well, 71 goals as answers your question already from a from the wooden spoon team. Yeah, that's how good he is. That's an unbelievable performance. It is because you're not getting great looks. You, you're one out. You're being double. You know, the, the focus mm. goes to you pretty quickly, and you've still managed to kick seventy one goals in a team that struggles to score at so, times. So, what is it about him? Um, There's a nonchalant. He's a one on one. He's a good, really good one on one player. Clearly. Yeah. And he, he must be he, quicker than he looks off the yeah. mark too, because he gets nice separation at times. Yep, converts well. Separation's about yeah, quick and power and all that sort of. It's also about reading what's unfolding in front of you. You know, if you can move at mm. the right time, there'd be a lot of quick blokes that will never get separation in the right times. And he seems to get them all at the right time. So you, that's exciting, I reckon. With a young team of players, um, and that you know, you're implementing a new game plan. They're playing this thing called North Ball, right? Which means that they're going to. It like looks like they're going to try and you know, get some of their speed and their uh, good line-breaking type players yep. across half-back, break from there even by handball and you know just sort of bring the ball down like they did yesterday. Now, at times it's going to come unstuck because you're going to come up against stronger opposition and teams yeah. are going to go to work on you and that type of thing. Um, do you think they'll stick to that? Do you think they'll be brave enough over the course of the year to try and maintain that style of football? They should be. They should be encouraged. I'm sure that Clarko and the group will encourage them to keep doing it. And the natural instinct is you go into your shell a bit if you get one mm. wrong. So you got to say, listen, let's not worry. Let's keep going. And, and you know, they, they clearly they've got McKercher as a kicker off halfback. Sheasel, who can play off halfback, clearly. They've gone and recruited Zach Fisher, who they wanted to get the ball into his hands at every single chance they get. So there's, a, there's an MO. There's clearly an MO yeah. there. And yeah. we get it. And, um, yeah, they played against the Collingwood side. It was, it was interesting at times. So this Collingwood side, which was you know, devoid of 70% yeah. of their guns, 
So they were trying to play, anyway, from the telly I was watching, trying to play how they play, aggressively, push up, defend. Mm. But when they got through, geez, there were some holes. There was like Swiss cheese everywhere yeah. in the Magpies. So do you, think, do you think there's a way of breaking down the way that Collingwood play? Well, I think everyone knows that. You know how aggressive they're going to be. So what do you do? Well, if you can get through, you're going to get good looks. Yeah, now, I know, getting, but, but how, getting do, you, through how the, do you get through? Well, this is the this is the. But yeah, the, it the seems question. to me can I, hands and run and carry. And, so you break them down by actually running at them, yeah. drawing them forward. I, I think. But then you got to be very, you got to be very slick. You got to be very quick, and you got to be very agile to get through there. Yeah. Because once you get through there, because of the way they push up, and a lot of teams do this. Yeah. But we've seen once you can get through, then those guys that are sort of like the back line of their defence, mm. they've got. No coverage. No, but they, yeah, so they, they take really aggressive positions because of the way they play. So Darcy Moore doesn't play. Darcy Moore's not a back shoulder. He, he takes really aggressive defensive positions. Mm. And you saw Isaac Quain on one of our, we've been talking about Isaac for a couple of days. He had, well, for 15-minute period there, he was he was all at sea, giving away free kicks and being caught out on, on transition just because they got through too quickly in the second quarter particularly, the one that I was watching more closely. So... Um, but what happens then is they go and play next week against the 70% that weren't there, and all mm. of a sudden that defensive stuff is in better shape and you don't get through and you aggressively run, they turn it over and you look up the scoreboard and it's seven goals to two. This is Jed Adcock uh, uh, talking post-game. Oh, I think besides getting the win, um, you know, round 24, there's a lot of talk about winning the last game last year, but when you're with a team that hasn't won much footy, winning culture is really important. So... Besides the win, that was really important. But um, you can see the, the boys really trying to put into play what we've practised over the pre-season. That's a, that I, would be the most important thing. I agree with that. They drill it all year, yeah. all summer rather, yeah. and then go, well, let's see what happens under some pressure. And it, looks, it appears that they had a crack at it. Yeah, you want vindication, don't you? Mm. And I, I think, you know, like the average fan probably looks at that game and, you know, Collingwood fans will say, oh, you know, they only beat half a team. But for them... And what they're building and the confidence that they're trying to build as part of that. Winning is important. I mean, that's what yeah. the game is all about. It's about winning. Yeah. And they did And the, that culture gets you know, built as a result of that. And it doesn't matter for the teams who have enjoyed success and, have, you know, for whatever reason, they can scoff at that and go, off, oh, you know. Mm. But it is 100%. You've been there. I've been there. Yeah. Everyone's been there. It makes a difference. Even if they're no, no – uh, Four-point practice games, it makes a difference. Nick Larkey must have been stiff not to win the best and fairest. I'm looking at here, Harry Shears had a super mm. year, 197 votes. 71 goals in the team, he, he, and he was a runner-up, so he was thereabouts. But no, it's exciting. So, well done, Magpies. I think most people watching it were... Probably more focused on North yeah. Melbourne because we, well, I think we will understand where the Maggies are at. And um, Bobby Hill looks like he's, you know, potentially going to go to another level. So, and for Collingwood though, yesterday because those blokes got an opportunity because so many of their, you know, their A graders weren't playing, that gives the Collingwood coaching panel an opportunity to look at, you know, what they're capable of doing as well. Reese McInnes was the one that sort of caught my eye a little mm. bit. So I know he's and McCreary in the midfield. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like it. He's a power. You know, he's got throwing great. him in there a bit. He's he, powerful. He's got he's got power. He's got power steering. He can get out of a out, really tight spot front. quickly, can't he? Can get out the front, as they say. 